At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Center. Happy to be with you here. 7 o'clock on the East Coast. 4 o'clock here in very warm Las Vegas. It's beautiful. Yes. It's only going to get hotter here this week. That's all I know. Only like 115 115. Yeah. 115 on Wednesday. Uh, happy birthday to myself on Tuesday with a 114. Let's go. For sure on that. Uh, Josh Towers on the far side. Greg Peterson next to me. I'm Jeff Parles. Happy to be with you. Uh, as always, Ben Wilson uh, in the producer's chair today. Uh, at least, uh, at least making sure we don't uh, do anything incredibly dumb. So happy to have Ben along as well. <laughs> uh, a little bit of look at baseball, and then in five minutes we will go fully into game four of Denver and Phoenix props and all because uh, the Major League Baseball Sunday Night Baseball game is moments away from first pitch. And, Josh, you were on to something last, uh, last segment. Uh, Cubs and Cardinals the game, by the way. Cubs are minus 124. Consensus favorite here in Vegas. Total nine and a half uh, tonight. But, Josh, the disparity between the top and the bottom of the league, again, very large. I mean, it is June 13th. The Tampa Bay Rays have a 19-game lead on last place Baltimore already. (laughs) 19. The White Sox, okay? We'll go to the Central. The White Sox at 41-24 and have a 15-game lead on both Minnesota and Detroit, who are in the cellar in the Central, at 26-39. and The A's are 39-27 in the AL West. 
They're tw 13 and a half Jeez. ahead of the last place Texas Rangers. Going to be 14 and a half by the time those games go final today uh, with the Rangers losing in Oakland currently ahead of Kansas City. The tightest division first to last right now is the East. The Mets are seven and a half clear of last place Washington. The Brewers, 14 and a half clear of Pittsburgh, the last place team in the Central. Oh, and then the Giants are 20 games ahead of the Diamondbacks, probably going to be 20 and a half once that game, not probably, will be 20 and a half once that yeah. game is final in Phoenix a few minutes from now. But Josh, the problem, the problem, just, just the disparity, again, yeah. you, we, again some, we may be a little bit jaded because we have the, the 60 game season a year ago. We are getting reminded no. of, of uh, again of the 162 game marathon that it is, but this is ridiculous. Though, They're legitimately, the tightest first to last race right now is seven and a half. And, and we get tricked too, looking at like the uh, the NL East, because listen, the Mets and Phillies have 32 wins. They're still six off of the worst team leading any other division. So it's not like well, they, it's, they, it's they, not the like Mets, there's some the separation are, there. You put them right. You the Mets have also 32. played five, five, six games yeah, less than everyone as well. They have you, but again, with those 32 wins, they're in 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 fifth place in the uh, in the East, and you know they're in third in the in the Central, and and, you, and so on and so forth. Uh, listen, man, I, I, I complain a lot. I, I, I appreciate a lot of people starting to post former players. I, I, I posted something recently, Brian Price, the old Cincinnati manager, mm -hmm. why he quit managing, which was beautiful in the stuff that he said. And I, I respect this man so much more now and not really known him before. But he's like, oh, listen, I could have hung around and took the money. I mean, I left a million dollars as a coach on the table. But I, I, there's no way I can go and coach baseball just for the money when I don't agree with what's going on. I can't even write my own lineup because somebody up top wants the lineup, lit, the lineup written for me. Uh, they're trying to predetermine games before they're even played. Like it's it's in such a it's in such a bad place, and we don't understand it. And I'm, I'm watching highlights over here on commercials, and you see Blatty and Acuna and and Shohei, and you, we got so much talent across the land. It's such a beautiful thing, Tatis, and and you can go on and on, and we just don't know how to use it. Now, can I blame players? Sure, I can, because you know they got to come together and want to win as a team, and it has to be about winning at some point. But the reality is, is what we don't see when we're on this side is what's happening in the minor leagues. The behind the scenes. Work. Yeah, listen, yeah. we have a draft every year. Whether you want to cut the rounds back or not, I don't think it's smart. You want to cut it back or not because you think analytically on the computer, it tells me more that I get more information than actually going and finishing a few rounds over there in the draft and, and having more players because I think that I know what I'm doing. It, we've clearly proven that – the analytic era, now I'm not saying get, get rid of analytics, I'm not, I'm not against it, but it's clearly proven that teams, coaches, development staff, basing what they call baseball on analytics has shown that they don't know what they're talking about and they're ruining the game. We're, we have less players, we have less teams, we have more teams that immediately are out. They can't win. And, and, and again, Josh, it's, again, this disparity so large so far and, and plenty of time to go in this season as well. Again, we're not even halfway home right now in the MLB season. This is VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Josh Towers on the far end. Greg Peterson alongside with, uh, is that aqua or teal today? What, what color is that? We'll go with teal. We'll go with teal. Okay, very nice for Greg Peterson on his tie. Uh, but, but Josh, uh, before we get fully into the Nuggets and Suns, I just want to wrap up this point. Because yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're about, I got more. We're about, I, I, I know we could put you on for seven hours and you'd be, you'd be, uh, you'd be able to, to fill time with, with just everything and how, how, again, how it's, 
how the game has changed from, heck, even eight years ago at this point, Josh. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's yeah. been a swift, a swift change. But that's my point. What's it about? I mean, I, honestly, I should write this down every time we speak. What's it about, right? I have so many questions that yeah. I have for, for any, any one individual organization. What's it about? It, because I have plenty of time to develop. Uh-huh. I tell my buddy all the time whose kid's going to get drafted next month. We're, we're in such a good place because all these other kids are going to go to these organizations and think that they're going to be taught baseball by them, and these kids get us right. who actually know the game. So we're teaching something, and they're going to be so much more prepared that it's, it's not even funny, and I'm, I'm so much more confident in this. But what's it about? Okay, because I have time to develop. Guys can take three years, four years, five years to get to the big leagues because we have a lot of time. It's about the quality of what we're trying to accomplish. But again, when I've never done it, but I like the game, and hope you hire me because I'm good on the computer, right, to do a job, now I want to make a name for myself. Well, guess what? It's not about me. It's about the players, and it's about baseball. And if I start to approach it that way, then if they're not ready, they're not ready, or if I bring people in who can't teach the game, or if I understand what the development aspect of getting to the major leagues and how hard it is and why, it'll be better. But a lot of guys want to make a name for themselves, so we're rushing guys to the big leagues, or I'm trying to reinvent, like, I had this great idea, and, and this is going to catch on, and then I'm going to be known for this. And anytime I or me comes out of my mouth, as somebody who is not a player or is not baseball, then we're in a bad place, and we have about 27 teams of the 30 that have a whole bunch of those guys. This game is going to get better one day, I promise you, but we still have some downfall to go. And it's not, again, it's not the players because they don't know until later, and sometimes it's too late. Right. But they are crazy talented, way more than we ever have been, well, I, I and mean, that's what's hard for me. I mean, just, uh, just you brought it up before. And by the way, Cubs closed minus 124 favorites right. uh, tonight against the Cardinals. Zach Davies is taking his warm-up pitches at Wrigley. Again, I mean, the, the, youth, the youthful talent in this league, just look at the Toronto Blue Jays on their own. I mean, you have Vlad. You have Vlad Jr. is leading the league in homers. But to me, he should be the favorite to win AL MVP. Shohei Otane playing two ways. Bichette on on the Blue Jays. They're just on and on and on. But again, Josh, I tend to agree with you. We got probably another three, four years, and then at some point that change right. will come. And that change will probably be pretty quick as well. Right, but then it takes time as well. Like, again, like let's just say an average of four years before you draft to the big leagues is probably a, a well-rounded number for everybody. Uh-huh. It's ground up. It's, it's inside out. Like, I have to learn the fundamentals and the game and the travel and why. I have to understand why, why, why. Baseball is not an easy game, and there is so much. But if I just get caught up in the big things and forget about the little things, we'll never be good. And in the way we pay players, it's a whole... If the whole structure is failing baseball as a whole, and I can't wait till all of these guys that played who all are leaving the game and want no part of it, one day collectively they're all going to say enough and they're all going to come back and we're going to kick out a lot of people who don't belong and then we're going to see the game change. But again, once, once that day happens, we're about four years away from seeing the true results. You can't rush it. Go ahead, Greg. And Josh, let me ask you this as well because we know that 
due to everything that wound up happening to the pandemic, we had no 2020 minor league season. Absolutely. Do you think that we're going to see a trickle-down effect? Because I take a look at Jared Kelnick. He was a very highly touted prospect. He was very, very bad when he was in the yeah. majors this year. Yeah. He wound up hitting below the Mendoza line multiplied by two. He wound up hitting right around a 100, and that's after he went three of five in his second game, and it looked all incredible, and then from there it was a big fall-off. But I still remember... Between, I think it was single A and triple A, he had played like 27, 30 games, something like that. And do you feel like, for one, are guys being rushed to the big leagues a little bit too much? And for two, are we just going to see a little bit of, I guess you could call it a lull of talent for these next few years? Because it is going to be a little bit of an effect of not having a 2020 minor league season. Yeah, that, that, that season hurt, and, and we're, we're approaching that season as if, like, oh, everybody had it off, so then everybody's fine and everybody was going to develop. And, yeah, Major League Baseball as a whole, they're not handling the players correctly enough. We lost development time. And, again, the travel, the teammates, the somebody gets called up where I don't. There's so many other little things that factor in the growth aspect. It's not just the stats alone. So, but yes, to your point, we are rushing players to the big leagues a little bit more because we don't want veterans. Um, I would rather have young guys. I want to give them huge contracts early and take a shot on that instead of earning contracts every three to four years. And so there, there's a lot of plays into it. But yes, no, too many players are rushed to the big leagues too quickly. Uh, because for many reasons, kind of like what I touched on before, if 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 you go to the big leagues, it makes me look good because I'm your boss. And then and there's a lot of that going on. Jerry Kalenic's gonna be he's gonna be a beast, but he wasn't ready. But I had a good start to my AAA. So, but again, I don't just want to see you succeed. I want to see you fail. I want to see how you handle adversity. Do you accept it? Do you do you blame it on somebody else? Are you a teammate? Or are you an individual? Like, there's so many things. And again, when you leave home at 18 and 19 years old for the first time, like, you can't tell me within one to two years if you're ready for the big leagues because it's more than just the baseball aspect. It's it's learning how to get around the country. It's the travel. It's finding places. It's laundry. It's There's a million things, man. <laughs> there's a whole development aspect to this. Whenever you bring up the laundry it's point, I, I always laugh. But but again, when the, the heck people for just, don't know what I'm saying. No, huh? like again, like just going to like even just for like a regular kid like Greg and I going to college, like doing your laundry on your yeah. own for the first yeah. time is just I, that's what is a thing. Like they, like doing that while traveling Wait, on the road what, through, is through it single laundry? Label? What is softener laundry turns? What are the yeah? No, it, what it, do you it, need? But it is but it is a good point though. But yeah, so we have that on our own at whatever places. And again, I don't know how to get a place now. I got to find a short term lease. They're hard to find. You and I are all rooming together and hope you and me might share the same room and have our air mattresses hitting each other's faces and and then and then oh you have laundry tonight as a team in A ball and rookie ball. So now you gotta take the laundry off the bus, find the room at the hotel, take it in, they clean it, you gotta pick there's there's double laundry duty. There's so many things that factor in. We'll get back to a little more baseball talk as this game continues on. No scores. They play in the top of the first. First two recorded outs from Zach Davies. I want to get to this NBA game, and we'll we'll talk a little bit here. We'll talk a little more in the next segment as well about this Phoenix and Denver game and, and really just the Western Conference playoffs as a whole. Now, Greg Peterson and Josh Towers. By the way, I'm Jeff Parles. It is VEASAN's Bet Center here on VEASAN, the sports betting network live from Circa. Right now, Greg, at DraftKings, Phoenix is favored by three tonight. The total is 222.5. I've already bet Phoenix laying three. Already betted. This feels like the season is already over for Denver. You lose game three, 
you lose game three at home on a night where Jokic gets his MVP trophy. Oh, and by the way, he goes for a triple-double also, and it's still not a competitive game, losing by 16. Since the third quarter, since the 10-minute mark of game one's third quarter, Greg, Phoenix has so clearly been the better team. They've won every game by double digits in this series, winning every game comfortably. By the way, it's 14 in game three, not 16-1-16-102. But, Greg, I just think this is good night. See you later. We had a great year with the Nuggets. We'll get Jamal Murray back in the middle of the season next year, and then we'll really gear up for something in the 2022 playoffs. And for the Suns, this may be the breakthrough finally for Chris Paul. I will give the Nuggets one thing. Didn't we rule them out so many times in the bubble last year? Yeah, but they were never down 3-0, though. They were never down 3-0, and they're not going to be coming back to win four straight games or anything like that. I think that they're going to show some pride in this game. Nikolai Jokic has been able to do a solid job in this series. Now, he winds up getting 32-20 and in the team's last game, and it's still not enough. And you can tell that the Murray injury is really taking its toll on them. But I do think that you're going to be able to get a little bit of something out of Will Barton. I know that in Malone's... Will's a thrill. Yes, sir. I know that when Malone was talking to the media, he said pretty much everyone quit on that team except for Will Barton. I think that he's going to be able to give you a little bit of something. I do think that you're going to be able to get a little bit more of an inspired effort out of Michael Porter Jr. The big reason why there wasn't as much of a fall-off when Jamal Murray wound up going out for, I would say, a month or so is because Michael Porter Jr. became one of the better players in the NBA, and I think that he's going to show it off now, you can tell that he's hampered a little bit by his back, but I think that he's going to be able to put forth his best effort in this one. I think that the Nuggets are going to be able to pull out a game. And then when you wind up getting back to Phoenix, that's where things are going to be going awry. So I think that the Nuggets are going to be able to get this one. And then from there, it becomes a gentleman's sweep. Josh, uh, when down 3-0, no team has ever done this in NBA history. No team has ever come back from 3-0 down. We've obviously seen it in Major League Baseball in mm-hmm. one very important instance in 2004. We've seen it in hockey twice in the last 15 years. The Flyers did it in 2007 or 2009, excuse me, and then the Kings did it in route to winning the cup in 2014. But Josh, when you're when you're trying to do something that's never been done before, like the Nuggets are here, down 3-0. How do you? I guess it just has to be one game at a time, right? It can't be. We can't win. We can't win four games in one fell swoop. Yeah, I mean, it's. It does become as simple as that. Like, you know, I throwing my pen. I want (laughs) to. I'm not playing nine innings of baseball. I'm not. I'm Carlos Martinez. I'm not facing Bryant four times and Rizzo four times. I'm playing nine one inning games, and then I'm playing three one-out games. I'm literally slowing it down and simplifying it to that process um, because I can't I can't make the, 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 the pitcher too big. I can't go too much further than where I'm at. Like, I have to slow it down. And then again, if I can mentally be that tough, it literally is, did I win this pitch? Did this pitch set up the next pitch? And I'm in, in, in a two and three pitch sequence moments where I'm not getting past myself because then it just becomes random. It's the same thing in the NBA. Like, I get it. We understand the odds of, of being down 3-0. Very tough to come back from. Uh, and, and you're facing a good team, so the reality's not there. But is it? we wouldn't play it if it wasn't a possibility. And so 
when, when, when we go back to the drawing board and we look why we lost three in a row and the little things that we're doing and how can I buy a point back every couple minutes and what are the, the, the little simplistic things that I need to do to if, if they score more points when they get into rhythm within 15 seconds, well, then how do I push that to 17 to 18 seconds so it takes them out a little bit of rhythm? Like there's little things that I have to simplify the process of and understand that if I buy one point back every five minutes – well, then that's, that's a lot of points throughout the course of the game, and that can be the difference. So I'm not trying to – I don't need to shoot 90% from threes. I don't need to do all kinds of crazy things like that. I just have to simplify the process of – and if I'm getting one point extra every five minutes, then, then, then what is that? That's, what, four or five points a half? I mean, it, th- there it is. There's the difference. And so, yeah, that, that becomes the process, the simplified process of what we're trying to accomplish. Otherwise, we get caught up in the moment and we react and overreact and underreact on too many big things, and it's never about the big things. It's about the little things. So, again – it is one quarter at a time. Right. It's one commercial break at a time, and obviously it's just one game at a time. It's not an unrealistic possibility. Looking at some props for tonight, guys, from DraftKings, let's start with our guy Chris Paul, who obviously is having a monstrous series yes. so far. 16.5, heavy juice on the over on his point total. His assist total is 9.5, minus 125. The double-double for Chris Paul, though, is minus 105, Greg Peterson. Would you just look to take the double-double then instead of betting those heavily juiced overs on the assists and the points, especially since his assist total is 9.5? I probably would. Now, in the Lakers series, I know that he was held to single digits quite a few times, but I think that Chris Paul is going to be able to get to 10 here. Is he going to be able to get to 16-plus? I'm not quite sure on that, but I think that he at minimum is going to be able to get to 10, and you know that he's going to be the straw that serves the the drink for the Suns. I think that he's going to be able to do a solid job finding Devin Booker, all the guys that will be able to come through so much for the Suns. DeAndre Ayton has been able to do a great job for the team as well. So if you're looking at anything with regards to an over, I'd be taking a look at the double-double rather than looking at any of those individual props because I do think that there's a chance that maybe he winds up getting held down to, say, 13, 14 points, and if you wind up having that go under, you still have a chance at the double-double. Three in his last four. Yeah, and the other night, uh, the other night he was uh, he didn't get there, but the other that two, was the only one, yeah. yeah, the other two, he got there pretty easily on uh, uh, in game two. Uh, again, Chris Paul being healthy and trying to finally get to that NBA Finals that has eluded him his entire career. It's a fun guy to root for. Yeah, man. a very yeah. easy guy to root yeah. for for sure, and. and Again, a Phoenix-Utah Western Conference final. Again, it doesn't sound flashy because it's (laughs) the Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz, but if that's the series we get, that's going to be an incredible series if we get it. Is this this the star power? I mean, I know Mitchell. Well, look, look, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Devin Booker, you have Chris Paul. I mean, 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 it's small markets. Again, look, look, Josh and Greg as well, just – the one and the two seed are playing like the one and the two seed. This like, like that's the way it's supposed to work out. And going into this postseason, the Lakers and the Clippers were favored to come out of the West because we all assumed if Anthony Davis was healthy, they would have beaten the Suns. And quite frankly, the way that series went, that was the case. When Anthony Davis was healthy, the Lakers were clearly the better team. He got hurt. The Suns dominated as soon as he left that, left that series. And the Clippers are the Clippers. That's, Oops, that's just what you, they are. Where do you find yourself? Like... The Nets, in essence, they bought their team. 
mm-hmm. right? Uh, Utah seems to have developed it. Milwaukee's done a pretty good job of developing it. We all have free agents. Phoenix has pretty much uh, developed it outside of Paul. Like, do, do you do you like the aspects of like they're they're more grown or more bought, or does it is it even irrelevant to you? I think that the big thing is just these guys coming together, and you can tell that a lot of these guys that they form these super teams, they have played together in the past before. That's big. Huge. Josh, I do not care if a team is bought or not. Long if, as you we win, win if, you win, if you win and I win my bets, That's it. I'm good. That's it. When we get back, we're going to look at a few more Cash props here. I have two bets that I want to at least get out there and get your thoughts on, guys. That's next. You're in Beeson's Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with Some everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
back. It's VEASAN's Bet Center. I'm Jeff Parles. Greg Peterson, Josh Towers alongside. Happy to be with you here as we, uh, as we roll along on a Sunday afternoon in a very uh, desert-like climate here in Las Vegas. Josh it Towers loves it. I do, we, we do know that. Greg Peterson ran a half a, half a marathon Listen, today and had no problem. When you run 12 miles a day, this heat bothers nothing about you. Yeah. No. You need a mental toughness about you to be able to do it. I don't recommend it if you have yet to try to experience it. Try one mile it. and ramp the, yourself up from there. The, the good mental fortitude on that side of the desk. The bad mental fortitude right here on this side of the desk for myself. Oh, I'm so disappointed. But, uh, but, <laughs> but, um, I'm so disappointed. Um, by the way, a uh, quick, quick final, by the way. A, a near disaster if you had the Dodger run line. Oh, so disappointed. 5-3 finals, 5 nothing going to the ninth inning. Uh, what was it, Bick, Bickford? Yeah, Phil, Phil, came Bickford. Phil Bickford came in for the Dodgers and made a mess of it. Made it 5-3. The bases were loaded with no one out. And Kenley Jansen actually well, able to close the door and save run line tickets yeah, there. Well, Kenley came in, actually, and then he gives up a single to Calhoun. He gives up a single to Garcia. They don't try to score. They leave it because there's at this point, instead of trying to score, it's going to be base loaded and no out. So if you had the run line, thank the no out single right there. Um, so now we got 5-3, base loaded, no outs, and we get pop-up, pop-up, and... Almost got burned on a ground ball a second with the overshift, but no, it's unbelievable. When you're going bad like Texas, that stuff happens. The the development aspect, what we were talking about earlier, situational hitting, it, it, very, very important because I got bases loaded and no outs. I mean, and I know they're not trying to get out, but if I can advance two guys, get a run, the next guy comes up, he's in a situation where a sack fly. I mean, I can tie this game without a hit at this situation. We know what and where Canley's going to throw, uh, but Gallo, low, they got a little bit, you know, longer, more uppercut swings, and so it goes against the cutter. He got him to pop up. You got to tip your cap to uh, Canley Jansen. But again, if you, hoops, if you have the Dodgers run line, you're living right right yeah, now. Yeah, just yeah. that well, well, you're going from – Horrible beat to, oh, all right, man. we survived on that one. No uh, more one-times. You burned it. Yeah. <laughs> and I will say this. A lot of people give Kenley Jansen a lot of you-know-what, and he's actually been really good this year. Now, it always feels like the times that he fails are always at the least opportune times. Magnified. But he's actually been able to do a solid job this year, right around a buck seventy ERA. He's been able to do... One of the better jobs that we've seen, considering the closer situation in Major League Baseball right now. I mean, 15, I think it's 15 to 17 in save opportunities. And again, you said the ERA is minute at 169 or whatever. Uh, obviously, you're going to have two losses when you blow two saves. Not obviously, but, you know, more times than not. Yeah. So, listen, if 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 you're going to give me 15 out of 17 and I got a one, like, yeah, like, I hear you. You can do much worse. People act like <laughs> Kenley's not it. He shouldn't be their closer. I'm not seeing too many numbers I, he, on paper he, that suggest he shouldn't be. He's a, He had the two bad, like you said, the two really bad outings early. Yeah. On top of last year, look, he didn't, he wasn't on the mound when they closed out the NLCS or the World Series. It was Urias both times. Yep. So I, I guess I, it was more just the, I think the mental aspect for a lot of us of like, oh, this is not his role anymore. We saw someone else close out the most important Dodger games of the last 22 years. In, in Arlington last year, but Kenley's been fine, and I, I think that, again, that, that's one of those where there are a lot of closers who, even if they're good, they make, can make make it a little bit of a roller coaster that ninth inning, as we know, Joe. I'll take Kenley over Rafael Montero, I'll tell well, you that. Yeah, you know who else is uh, good? 
is Walker Bueller. Yeah. Walker Bueller is very good. Yeah, he had another <laughs> very one. Good. A six and none today, seven and none. Last start, six and three, six and two, seven and one, seven zero. He mixed in a bad one, seven and four, six and two. I mean, it's just all quality starts for him. He's had two games, right? He had he, again the, the the seven innings and four runs, which it's still not bad if I'm going seven innings. And then he had the one game where it was into the seventh. He gave up five versus uh, Cincinnati. The guy's been dominant, man. He's, he's been their fantastic. Best. He, he's always he's been their best pitcher the last two years now. He he's better than Bauer. He's better than Kershaw at this point of Kershaw's career. Even though Kershaw's having a, a pretty nice bounce back after the two rough starts early. Tom Clayton, Kershaw, Brady. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's good. Pretty, he's pretty good. Yeah, at he's pretty, he's good. pretty good at this baseball Gotta thing. The first ballot Hall of Famer. Yes, for sure. he is. One hundred percent. Okay, so about forty-five seconds here. Grade what my bet's going to be at the end of the night. Two prop bets I made on on fading Michael Porter Jr. tonight, guys. I took under 18 points and under six and a half rebounds, Greg Peterson. Am I going to get there on both? Either or neither? I think that you're going to get there on the rebounds. I think that he goes off for 20-plus points. Rebounds are sometimes a little bit suspect. Okay, so, well, again, for... But good chunk of the year, Michael Porter rebounds under was one of the best bets in yeah, basketball, basically. I still think it's a good bet. Dude who's six foot, foot ten uh, doesn't doesn't rebound much because he plays on the <laughs> perimeter. But doesn't those are the two bets I made on this uh, prop bets along with that Phoenix minus three that I have earlier. When we get back, we'll update you on what's happening on the north side of Chicago. That's next on Vison's Bet Center. So our experts have you covered on every betting angle that it can possibly be. Beeson hockey expert Andy McNeil is tracking all the NHL action, and our senior NBA analyst JVT has all the hoops insights. Follow our experts and the entire team here at Beeson as we give you all the tools to make it the most of every bet in the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on Beeson.com. Our daily members' best bet emails. So it's time now to cash in on the postseason. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. I'm Jeff Barles, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers with you here on vcin Bet Center. We told, we told you we would give you an update on what's going on at Wrigley. So far, it's been a very good day. If you have a first five under so far, again, don't, don't yell at me if it loses because mm-hmm. plenty of time left. But no scores. They play in the top of the third, one out recorded. Davies and Martinez both looking pretty sharp so guy so so far guys. And I will say for Carlos Martinez, if you're looking for a spot to be able to back him, first couple of innings, first time through the lineup, he typically hasn't been too bad, aside from what was just an absolute calamity when he went up against the LA Dodgers, in which he gives up ten runs and then does not get out of the first inning, which that is pretty incredible in and of itself. But other than that, he's been relatively soft first time through the lineup. If you're really looking to attack Second and third time through the lineup, that's where typically the issues wind up starting to arise. Josh? I'm locked in on something completely different right now. What are you locked in on? I'm locked in on this kid for for Arkansas Razorbacks. And okay, so so, 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 so actually, we can hop in real quick. Uh, college baseball, 
tournament going on. There are a bunch of decisive game threes going on, including the one that Josh just mentioned. Can bet them in a lot of places. Wow, so. it's available everywhere yeah. here. Uh, every book that I've went to today had had odds. Uh, I nearly bet Notre Dame and didn't. They're up six one in the bottom of the fourth against Mississippi State uh, there in Stark Vegas. But Josh, you bring up Arkansas because Arkansas is the number one team in the in in, in the country. They are. Them and Vanderbilt were the two favorites going into this tournament, even though Vandy was seated fourth, not two. But they're doing what a lot of what happens a lot in this time of the year in college baseball, where you have elite arms and you just basically run them into the darn ground, That's which happens all the time in college baseball. That's what I'm noticing right now. Uh, I, I don't know where Mr. Kevin Copps is at in his career. I don't know if he's a junior. I'm not sure where he's at. Um, I, I just went back a few because my son brought it to my attention, and this is my point about uh, amateur sports uh, in general, how we overly use certain players. We have a team. We have to use the team. If you don't trust everybody on your roster, you're never really going to fully be successful. Arkansas clearly is the number one team in the country. They can hit. you got to have more than just one guy on the mound, and we got a draft coming up. So if, if Kevin – Cops is draft eligible as teams. I'm nervous right now because of the overuse that I'm seeing uh, where the draft usually would have happened already and then maybe somebody else would have jumped in. Uh, I, I, I bring him up because he's pitching. Uh, today he's starting. Today is 6-13. He's starting for Arkansas right now. On 6-12 yesterday, he threw two innings on 21 pitches. Mm-hmm. Now he's starting today. He's been relieving. Go back to 6-7, uh, seven, seven innings in relief on 90 pitches. Two days prior to that, he threw four innings in relief on 71 pitches. And then right before that, he threw three innings on 39 pitches in relief. This guy pitches every day out of the bullpen, multiple, multiple innings, multiple, multiple pitches, been very successful. Now all of a sudden in game three, I believe it is, I don't have a starter, so now he has to start. So then it's a completely different style of, of the whole preparation and, and pitching aspect, too. I, I got to think that the number one team in the country, now I haven't followed Arkansas too too much, obviously. I got to think the number one team in the country probably has more pitching than this, this guy. Otherwise, you wouldn't be the number one team in the country coming out of the SEC. I appreciate him. We're never going to say no. Um, uh, it makes me nervous about the coaching staff. And that you're going to overly use one guy, not trust. You, you wouldn't be in the situation if your team couldn't get the job done. I I hope this doesn't affect Kevin Copps' future. If he is draft eligible, then i got to imagine he's probably going to go pretty high because his season has been phenomenal. But now I'm very nervous. And, it, and again, I, if he is, I'm a, I'm a team that drafts him. I, I'm not even going to send him to extended. I'm, I'm just going to shut him down for the season. I, I will say, Josh, uh, for, for Kevin Copps, who is the SEC Pitcher of the Year. Been a beast. He is 24 years old, so he's very Ooh. old for a collegiate prospect. Gosh, so so it, it, his draft prospects are already, even though he's had this tremendous season, Does especially it? with the shortened draft, you he's a guy, even with how good of a year, he's probably going later than you would have expected because he's 24 years old. Does it say on there, like, is he a junior, is he a senior? We're assuming he's probably I, I think it, it looks like he's, he's a senior, a senior. Who, took, who took the extra year because of COVID. Okay, so then maybe, and none of my business, but I just worry about this type of stuff. Uh, obviously, he's having a great year, but we, 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 we draft in an era of senior signs now because of the way the money is and the whole draft changes. If I'm going to take you guys' first two rounds, we have to pre-do a deal. I need to know how much money I have, how much you guys want. You might get it all. 
and then I got to fill the next eight rounds through ten. So I'm going to draft all senior signs and give them a thousand dollars. So then if I can steal a guy like this and then give him an opportunity, I'm going to have to rush him a little bit quicker. Or maybe Kevin said I'm not even worried about the draft. Um, I'm 24. I want to do something else in life, and this is my last season. I'll pitch every day. It doesn't matter. Now, if that was something pre-discussed or predetermined, then it's a whole different situation, right. and you tip your cap to the man because he's been amazing, and he wants to win a national title. Um, so sometimes I speak a little early, but he has been pitching a lot, yeah. and it does make me nervous. By the way, they're, we're through two and a half at Wrigley. Talk to me. No score. Totals down to seven, guys. We knew it, right? We that has it. gotten down a little bit too low, in my opinion. This is where you'd want to jump in on the over because keep in mind, in this entire series, we have seen some calamity happen towards the middle of the game. I still remember the Whoa. St. Louis Cardinals wound up getting up 5-1. to one. I believe that was on Friday. And then the Cubs just wind up exploding for a big inning, and that can happen with the Cubs at any time at Wrigley Field. You have no idea when that touchdown is going to come. So even if these two dudes, Martinez, um... And Davies. And Davies continue to dominate. Uh, are we even going to see them go past six max anyways? Right? We're still what? seeing six or well, seven. How, how many pitches is Davies? Davies have 46, it, I think it was. That's my thing. I don't even know if it matters at this point, right? Because he went six innings on one hit last time versus the Padres, and then all of a sudden we don't have faith in you to get him out again. Third time through the lineup, I don't know. But even though you dominated, I don't have faith in you. So, like, he's not going to go very deep anyways. And keep in mind, the Cardinals yesterday, they had got five outs out of their starter and John Gant and Alex Reyes had to pitch. By the way, also, great point. one one last thing on this game. Oh, so you're saying Cubs late. I hear you, Hoops. There, I hear yeah, you. Yeah. There are 15, 15 batters have taken their spot in the dish so far. How many strikeouts? All 15 have been retired. Only five strikeouts. Uh-huh. 33% a little bit lower than I would have expected so far. When we get back, uh, one last preview on Denver and Phoenix since that game will be tipping at the top of the hour and uh, a, a nice little long shot cashing in the PGA today. We'll discuss that next here on Vsin's Bet Center. Beautiful, actually. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. We are lucky to be sitting with Alan and Amy Matthews in the flesh, William, Rusty Russ, and Betsy Randall. Yay! Thank you. Thank you. Yes. When those legends get here, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) You're here. You're here already. No, no. we didn't either when we were watching yeah, this that's day. The thing. That's we didn't the realize it until we uh, started getting into seasons three and four, and now we're like, oh my God. You were both so good on the show, and we missed it because we were we young. We were kids and, and so self-involved. Egomaniacs yeah. and didn't realize <laughs> well, no, how great you were. We've talked about it. I think you just assumed everybody was as good as them. And, right. and then right. you get into, right. as you grow up and you work with other actors, you realize how <gasps> lucky we were yeah. to have you guys. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. It is VEASAN's Bet Center, live at Circa. I'm Jeff Mars, Greg Peterson, Josh Towers. Josh Towers finally got his baseball game that he wanted to watch on, so we're, we're good there. Good to see you. Hey, hey. We're good there. Uh, first hit on the north side. Who was that? Greg Peterson. Was that Sogard? I think so. Yeah, lead off double in the bottom of the third for uh, yeah, that was Eric. That's absolutely power. That's absolutely Eric Sogard who leads off with a double against Carlos Martinez. First base runner of the game comes can in I, the bottom of the third. Can I rant again, please? So let's say that Kevin Copps gets drafted. Senior sign, no worries. He's going to get no money. Okay, so but so, so, he, so he's had, what, one second, just so for people that may be tuning in who be oh, okay, like, who, 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 who is Josh talking about? Kevin Cobbs was the SEC Pitcher of the Year. SEC Pitcher of the Year. Pitching on Arkansas. Pitched yesterday. He's been phenomenal. Been unbelievable this whole year. Arkansas is the number one team in the country. They're currently losing 2-1 to one in the bottom of the fifth against NC State I right mean, now. In the, ga- in the deciding game of the Super Regional, winner goes to the Omaha in the College World Series. I mean, he's been seven innings in relief, four innings in relief, three innings. Now he's starting. He's, he's been the dude, man. He's been phenomenal. Let, let's say he does get drafted. Why wouldn't you, right? Senior sign, 24 years old. I understand. 24, he should probably be in the big leagues. It's actually past that in, in this day and age. So he's not going to get too, too, too many opportunities based off of age, and they're not going to give him any money, but why wouldn't you? That's my point about development these days. All right, so he takes a different path. We all take different paths, and, and his path took a little bit longer for whatever reasons in life. It doesn't mean he's not good. It doesn't mean he can't be a stud Major League Baseball player. What it means is is that we have to fill rounds. He's a senior sign. He's been great. I can get him for a grand potentially, and then I'm not really going to rush him to double or triple A because he just got here. But yet he should be there, so then, oh, he's not developing the way he used to. And, and a year later, maybe I have to make a decision and I cut him. 
that's what's kind of going on in baseball opposed to understanding the situation, giving the kid an opportunity, putting them, uh, starting here feet wet, but then we'll rush them a little bit quicker than we would like a high school kid just to create an opportunity. And so what if he gets to the big leagues at 27, 26 years old? He still might be one of the best pitchers we've seen. And will we ever find out because of the way we develop in baseball these days? He's a great example of what? could be or is wrong or what could be right he, like depending on what happens next month with this young man and how great of a season he has he deserves an opportunity to find out and he will be a prime example of what we are doing wrong or right in baseball these days does that make sense i understand what you're saying nc yeah. state by the way big underdog again today arkansas was north of minus 220 i think closed minus 235 behind us uh to advance to the college world series and uh nc state currently leading as they head to the sixth inning I'll take there him. at uh, Baum Stadium in Fayetteville, Arkansas. Uh, PGA today. Uh, so cool. UNLV's own from South Africa, Garrick Higo, wins his first PGA event in just his second appearance in a PGA Tour event, uh, winning the Palmetto Championship over... Six different guys finishing one shot behind him. Chase <laughs> Chesson Hadley, really the main... Uh, person who he ended up beating Hadley, uh, shooting five over on the day to lose this event uh, and bogeying 18 to not get into a playoff. Uh, Higo, uh, Josh, about 60 to one this week, probably a lot shorter just because this field was pretty mediocre leading into the U.S. Open at Torrey Pines next week. But, but Josh, what a story for a kid who went to college locally here, uh, born, born and raised in in South Africa had been shining on the European tour this year. Uh, already a won twice in the last six weeks. Won, in, uh, <laughs> won, 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 uh, won twice in that stretch in Spain uh, at the uh, Grand Canaria Open and the Canary Islands Championship. And now winning here in, uh, in the PGA Tour a week before the U.S. Open. So he comes into today, by the way, eight under, and Chesson Halley was 14 under. Mm-hmm. Six strokes off the lead. Uh, he looked poised, man. I watched him. I watched him swing. I saw a few holes today. Whether he thought he was too far back and it didn't matter, whether he just wanted to place high, make some money, and maybe earn some points to to be able to play in the weeks coming up, it doesn't matter. He he looked great, and you said it, man. These are things that you dream of. These are things that you think in your head when you're driving from one place to another and trying to Monday qualify or whatever you're doing. And two starts on the PGA Tour. And he wins. And he did what he needed to do. Like, it, it, you know, you can go out there and be unconscious, but there's a lot of things that have to happen around you. 68 hoops, 69, 68, and 68. Very, very consistent throughout the course of this tournament. Put himself in a position. Was able to post a score. Um, I was surprised to see it wasn't so much Chesson Hadley. Um I'm trying to uh, – Harris English, that surprised me. Harris was swinging great to start it. He was uh, – after a couple holes, he was tied at 12 under. He ended up going three over. He fell apart down the stretch. That was the one that surprised me because of how well he's playing. The Chesson Hatley thing, he had – I think he's missed five cuts or six cuts in a row. He just – golf really hasn't been his thing right now. He's been struggling bad. He looked great all tournament. And then the pressures of – can I finish this? And he goes plus four today, and he just misses out by a stroke. That's the mental aspect of when you're not going good or you are going good. And so I kind of feel bad for Chesson, but 
you got to give a lot of credit to Higo and Swafford and these guys, Doc Redmond, who just went out oh, there and yeah, played Van, good. Van, Van Pelt had a good yeah, round as well. Johnny as well. Vegas had four yep. under as well. But look, uh, great story, man. Higo again, eleven under wins wins uh, the Palmetto this week. Uh, again, they're going to Torrey Pines in La Jolla next week uh, for the U.S. Open, Josh. And you know who else has uh, got cleared? Go ahead, John Rahm. Not, not, yeah. not, not, not much of a surprise that he's going to be ready to go. Oh, he is the betting yeah. favorite right now at mo most books. About a consensus, 10 to 1 on John Rahm. Have you fired on anything yet for the U.S. Open, Josh? Not yet, no. Oh, uh, I usually wait closer to getting up to it. You know, I'm going to take a peek and look. But I'll when, Wednesday will be your big day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, yeah, before they tee off Thursday morning. Yeah. <laughs> Greg Peterson, like I'm not even going to ask you if you're going to bet it because I know your strategy. I, I, I know if you don't know it 100%, you don't bet it. Pretty much, yeah. That, that's a Greg Peterson strategy. What do you which, think? What, what is DJ's line? I saw 14. 14. Uh -huh. Tom, JT was the, like, like the, the, of the big names. JT has been falling down the board. I know he hasn't, he's been in mm. poor form recently for Justin Thomas. But 20 to 1 on JT is kind of a little bit juicy. What's my boy Phil at? I mean, we're not going to so, get him at 250 so, anymore? So Phil was 200 to 1 mm -hmm. before he won uh, <laughs> at Q Island. Yeah. He's now 65 to 1, 60 to 1 in most spots. Yeah, no. Which you can't Come do. Come on. Can't do. Backyard? It. Might as well win them all this year, Phil. Why not? Well, again, remember, Phil needs to win <laughs> the U.S. Open to complete the career Grand Slam. That's what he needs. That's oh, it. Oh, what a story in a year. That would, would be. How funny, how great would that be if Phil legitimately be. won back-to-back -back majors <laughs> at legitimately, probably on paper, the Ocean Course at Kew Island, the worst possible course for him to win at, period, oh, in the entire country. Long, it was everything. Long, windy, just, just, just on paper, just there's no chance. In, in, That's in, the genius in of, of his creativity, uh, right? right? And, and then, and then this, right? Legitimately, his home course. If he wins this, I'm gonna go buy his coffee. I'm gonna start drinking. Okay. <laughs> I'm definitely doing it. I'm activating my calves. I like. Is that it. what he says? Yeah, activating the calves. I'm activating yeah, the calves. A hundred percent. Phoenix at Denver. Uh, hoops. We'll bring you in here I, again. I know it's the professional ranks, not the collegiate ranks. We're still still a few months away from that, but uh, many months away. But but, but Phoenix right now starting to take. Uh, so we've seen some, a little late movement here. Uh, Phoenix is down. It was three and a half most of the day behind us. It's back to three minus one fifteen here at Circa, uh, with a total of two twenty two and a half. That total is down a half a point. So a little late money for Denver, and a little little made money for the under. Greg Peterson. Yeah, I think that Denver should be able to pull this game out. I do think that oh. if you're going to see Michael Porter Jr. have a big game, it's going to be right here. And he hasn't been bad shooting the three in this series. I believe he went four of seven in game three. Problem is, he just hasn't done a whole heck of a lot of anything else. I think that he's going to be able to chip in there a little bit of something. And what else is big is that you're going to see a little bit of a new starting lineup here for the Denver Nuggets. Will Barton is going to be able to get the start for them. And he's come off the bench, and he has been superb for this team. So... I think that he's going to be able to make a bit of an impact. You've got Composo, who's going to be coming off the bench. And, well, Composo is not giving you a whole lot of lots, so I Oh, do think come on. Come on. You're not a Composo guy? I am not a nah, Composo Compa guy. Composo, no. Composo uh, not on the bench. Monte Morris, as you said, in the lineup tonight. Will Barden also in the lineup. We kind of yep. expected Barden how, with how he played in game He deserves three. it. Uh, the only, him and Jokic were really the only guys with energy in that one. By the way, I, I'm probably going to take a little more of Phoenix. Now to back to three, I'll take it again. Mm -hmm. I, I just think, again, this feels like a give-up game for Denver, and I understand it, the last game of the season potentially, but 
If they were going to win a game in this series, I thought it was going to be two nights ago. This and is this that is was the just, beauty right here. I love it. Yeah, that was, it, well, yeah, because you, you're on Phoenix and he's on Denver. Correct. Yeah, and that's why I like you know doing our show and all the information and stuff because everybody sees something different they like. So you you gotta you gotta break the tie though. I'm the tiebreaker. He's the tiebreaker. I've, I've been on the fence with this one. Okay, so. We'll leave it at Josh Towers' Switzerland for right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you, got, you got about ten. We, we, at the top of the next oh. hour, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get Josh's pick to break the tie there on that one. By the way, Cubs on the board first, Greg Peterson. How did the run come home? I think that there was an error out there in the field. It looked like there was a hit, and then... What do you think they called it, Hoops? Did you see it? I'll tell you, they did call it a fielding error. It, listen, there was two outs. Jock Peterson's up. It's a routine ground ball to second base, but we got the shift. Paul DeYoung tries to cut off in front of Carpenter. He boots a routine ball, and now you're going to see the wheels fall off because that's basically what's been going on for the Cardinals. It, it, it should have been an easy couple hopper right to my second baseman, throw you out, no big deal. Um... And then the shortstop coming across. Obviously, he's going to try to make that play. It's like the third baseman coming in front of the shortstop. It's an easier play. It was a clear boot, and it just—it's—it's the little—the little intangibles that when we shift that we have to understand all of the. And it—it just was a byproduct of of a shift that caused an error. Oh, I know you're a big fan of that, Josh. What did uh, KB just do? Now he gets. You're going to see the wheels fall off, in my opinion. A single, first and third, Rizzo up. Martinez had actually been pitching pretty pretty well so far, and now uh, the Cubs yeah. threatening again. Greg Peterson, we should have listened to you and bet the Cubs after uh, after the second inning. When Bingo. it was minus 150. That's what we should have done. When we get back, we'll get Josh's pick on Suns and Nuggets to break the tie on the desk here. That's next on Visa. Dang it. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. 
Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.